Hi and welcome to Farah Karamuri Show. This show is all about busy mums juggling life and work. We talk about how they deal with relationships, parenting, self-care, planning and how do they deal with their careers. So join me every Sunday where I bring an insight to a mum who is spinning all the place. Have you had a great idea recently? So good that you want to share it with the world, but you've done nothing about it? That's right. Not this lady though. My guest this week is none other than Rachel Byrne. She has invented something that she thought of a year ago. A year later down the line, this product is selling in the shops. My first ever inventor, mum entrepreneur. Let's dive right into see what Rachel has to say about this awesome invention. Welcome Rachel to the podcast show. So happy to have you here at last. So tell us tell us all actually what do you do? Oh, hi Farah. Thanks for having me here. Um, welcome. So what I do, I've just launched a product called the Boob Buddy, and um, this is a product for ladies who, well, all men, men can lay on it as well, mm-hmm. ladies who have breasts or boobs and they can't lie on the front comfortably because of the dreaded boob squish. So oh. if you lay down and you, or if you've got implants, you know, you spent a lot of money for those implants and you could rupture them or... They could split, so therefore you, you need something to cushion this. So the boot buddy is an inflatable, portable device that you can just throw down anywhere, lay on it, and you don't have that boob squish, you don't have that the awful um, neck and chest wrinkles. Your body is in a much more naturally aligned position, so you don't have the bad neck or the lower back pain that sometimes you get from lying on your front. Wow. So, so Reggie, you're an inventor. You have invented a product. How do you feel about that? How did you tell us tell us the story behind it? What what made you actually think of creating this product? Was it yourself? Yeah, well, um, so I have um a pair of boobs, Mm -hmm. as we can see here. (laughs) Um, And I've always found over the years that um it's quite uncomfortable to lay on your front and I've you know speaking to loads of my friends and noticing other people if you have a hard sun lounger or something or you know laying on the grass or on the beach you dig holes in the sand for your boobs to go in oh and, I haven't yeah. done that yet your bag and you've got your head on your bag and it's just so uncomfortable mm. so you don't you don't generally end up lying on your front well I didn't and I always thought, oh, why don't we have this invention that does that? I can't believe there isn't one. So um, I was working for a training provider, which is what I did before. So I was operations manager of a, um, a, for a large training provider. And um, it went into, shall we say, liquidation. And everyone was out of a job. On one Thursday afternoon, we were suddenly told. Wow. Dramatic. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of thought, oh, right, I, you know, since I've been 16, I've never not worked. What am I going to do? Mm. And I um, thought, right, for the next couple of months, I'll concentrate on doing my house up, 
because I wanted to put it on the market. So I, I um, did that. So that was in October. And I thought I'll put my house on the market and get a job in January. And that was my so you gave yourself some time off. Yeah. 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 But during that time, um, because I'm always mentally um, <laughs> active, shall we say, I kept thinking, oh, what about that thing I've invented? This would be a good idea now. Just pursue this and see how you go about getting something from com concept to market. So um, I, 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 I just followed the route. I thought, how would I do this? Where do I start? So I Googled, how do you get something into, if you have an idea, how do you get it to market? And Really? Is that exactly yeah, yeah. So this is such an important point isn't it how do you start yeah. how do you invent anything but you actually literally are telling us the first step that you actually yeah, took literally. from your concept in your mind or an idea that you may have thought is this actually going to work or am i just yeah, being so. you know you must have had so many doubts about it i did you still went I ahead i couldn't quite believe that there wasn't one Ooh. so um i googled for this thing that i'd um obviously didn't have a name for it then no so, and I couldn't find one and I thought, and I was getting, the excitement was rising. I thought, wow. oh, I'm going to invent something new. So I kept Googling and then I um, approached this company who dealt with um, inventors ideas. Um, okay. So I went to them and I said, look, I've got this idea. What do you think? And I was kind of expecting them to say, oh, um, well, we don't really think that's a very good idea, but obviously that you pay them so they're going to say any idea is good okay. <laughs> so um they said oh yes we can work with this so i talked to them and they basically did me cad drawings of my design we had a we had a meeting and i spoke to them and i said look this is what i want mm -hmm. um they put it into a, a vision board for me mm -hmm. and then um the next step was pursuing the patent mm -hmm. so you have to pay for a patent search all these things um, wow, cost what a quite yeah. a bit of money so you start off at stage one and you think oh well I'll just dabble I'll just see so you pay then x amount of money the next stage you then pay another amount of money quite soon you've paid a substantial the amount, amount of, of money, money. Yeah. so when I did the patent search and found out there wasn't anything like it then we were so excited then <laughs> I really was. and I kept hassling them can, can you hurry up can you hurry up with this because someone might invent it before <laughs> I got <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Because that it's worries that it's like if I've thought of it, somebody else might yeah, think of it as well. Yeah, suddenly we're all going to think of the same thing at the same time. <laughs> said, no, we've never had that happen. I said, well, you're not saying it can't happen. Of course it can happen. So yeah. I was hassling them. I think they got a bit fed up with me. <laughs> yeah. Any progress? Any progress? So, um, yeah, so I got the patent secured. I filed for the patent and then I had a year mm -hmm. to kind of back that up and develop the product. So from then you have to get a prototype made. Mm -hmm. um, there's, uh, you get a prototype made, it doesn't work. So you have to then go again. Go Each back. of these things incur costs. There are grants out there that can help you with. I've spoken to some wonderful supportive people. You know, Winter helped. And obviously I'm on the NatWest Entrepreneur Program now, the Accelerator Program. So um, yeah, people have helped along the way and supported, but there are a lot of steps you have to take. And it's uh, launched now and it's it's launched of, is it so, it's, it's so how long would you say now. then from the concept to production and sales i would say um so i first had the idea um 
well, I had the idea a few years ago, and mm. you know, but, but I would say from January 2019 was when I first started making moves towards this. Right. Okay. Um, and then, so that would have taken. I joined the um, Entrepreneur Accelerator in October, so up to then, it had been a lot of research and investigating. So I would say for the six months mm -hmm. from October to March. Is when it's all really happened. But okay. Prior to that, so lots of investigation, lots of investigation yeah. um, prototype not working, going back to the drawing board. Um, was yeah, there any time uh, during that time that you thought, you know what, I'm just going to walk out of this. I can't deal with this anymore. Did you have days like that? The only time I felt that, and I'll be honest with you, is last week. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just, um, you know, for me, I'm an achievement-driven person, so. For me the whole thing was i'm going to get this to market i'm going to make this happen mm -hmm. and i've done that and i've got it to market and now obviously we're in a lockdown situation it's very difficult now for me to move this on mm -hmm. in the way i would imagine myself doing it or i would like to do it, or i feel comfortable doing mm -hmm. so um last week i had a little bit of a wobble and mm -hmm. um but you know since then i've had a lovely review from a lady who'd been given one as a gift and she said it's been wonderful for her lying in her back garden on this. Fantastic. And she, got, she was on holiday. She could have been on an island somewhere. And, you know, just it's so, it's so silly. One, one bad review can bring you down, but one yeah. good one can put you right back up there. And it's as simple as, mm. you know. Just because it's your baby, isn't it? It's, it's your baby. And someone's it talking is. about your product. It hurts. It hurts yeah. if it's not, you yeah. know, if it's not, have a, if it doesn't have a good review. At the same time, you want to take the feedback as well on board because it is a new product that's going out in the market. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you, you need to be able to take um, constructive feedback yeah. and work on you. But I also think being um, a solo entrepreneur, um, so I'm on my own here. I don't have a partner, mm -hmm. a business partner, I mean. And um, so all decisions come down to me. And I think in this isolated time, it kind of, it, it, yeah, it's hard. Vulnerable, yeah. I'm 100%. in no way at the point I'm going to give in. I'm not. No. But it, uh, if I'm honest with you, up to this point, I haven't had a waiver. I've been, you know, full on. That's this really good. Yeah. It's just the last week, and I think that's the environment I'm in. And the. So, know, the, how many skills did you have to learn then? To did you have to learn a lot? Did you set up a website? Did you set up a shop yeah. cart and all kinds of things? and uh, distributing it to different parts of the world. How far is this product going? It can go, it's gonna go globally, it hasn't yet, but it will do, and I'm sure of that. I have um, contacts in the States who were talking about um, distribution agents that they could potentially put me in touch with. So I also have a contact in Australia who's interested in doing something. I mean, this is all very early stages. Early stages, yeah. At the moment, but, um, yeah, it, it's like anything. The, the world's a very small place. We can yeah, very much so, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. So, so tell us then, um, what did you do before this? You see, you were operations manager for years in one firm. No, not for years. Um, I was working for a print an apprenticeship training provider. Mm -hmm. um, I've been doing that for yes, quite a long time. But um, the job I was in prior to working here, I was only there just, um, you know, less than two years. So, okay. um, and it was a very pressurized role in terms of very high KPIs and okay. uh, long hours of work. And 
So I had to take um, a failing cluster of academies. So I had three academies. I had to take them from failing to um, an Ofsted outstanding. And, you know, myself and my team, we achieved that in a year. So then getting wow. made, um, get, with the company coming, um, going into administration or liquidation, whatever it was they were, it, it, it wasn't so bad because I'd achieved what I wanted, what I'd okay. set out to do. felt satisfied. Yeah, I did. I felt really, okay, well, my job was done there anyway. Mm. And it was literally a couple of days after that. So I'm so grateful that we had got the um, kind of the call that we turned it around completely and our data was spot on. So for me, I, I could move on knowing my work was done there and I didn't have any regrets for that. So prior to that, I had um, worked for different um, further education Colleges. Originally, I was a hairdresser, so I started off, had a hairdressing salon. Hair Did you really? Salon. Okay. Yeah, I had that at 26. I had my own hair and beauty salon. We employed, um, I think we had about 10 staff at one point. Yeah, so that so was do, you, really do you think you were always an entrepreneur then, really? Yeah, well, I think yeah. So. I've done various things that have um, either been a success or not so much. In, in an opp opportunity to learn. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you learn from each thing, don't you? You learn from all the people around you. And I think generally in life, you learn from your mistakes more than you do your. Yeah, your, uh, absolutely. Win. Without that, it's not possible. So when you had this business of um, beauty business, did you say, and hair mm -hmm. salon, where was that? That was in Milton Keynes. It was oh, in okay. Barrington's. It was in Thurston. Oh, wow. So, yeah, but a long time ago, this was. And um, yeah, so we had that. Do you still have clients contacting you even now, or I they've made do, some friends? Yeah, yeah. I definitely do. In fact, one of my best friends is some way, well, actually, a couple of them um, are, uh, are clients that I met during that time, and we've just stayed in contact. And you know, it, it, so yeah, I did think this lady's hair, I, I always, whenever I saw you, I thought she's always prestigious, she always has her hair done, her eyebrows are always up to. You know, how does she do this? I was, you know, you, you, when you said about the hairdressing and beauty business, it wasn't a massive shock. Yeah. I, I did realize it was a business and you ran a team of 10 people. That was amazing. So how did you get into yeah, yeah. that at age 26? What was going on? Well, well I left school and I um, trained to be, I went to a, a further education college in Plymouth, actually, because I was living wow. in. That's quite far. Okay. I know. I've lived all over the place. So I was living in Plymouth at the time, so I did that, and then um, I came. My parent, mom, my mum was living up in um, Woburn at the time, and she had a, She's always always had her own business. She had a shop, so because um, it I runs came, in your family. Yeah, yeah. She's always um, she's taught me a lot actually about running businesses, and you know, you, you learn from what you see, don't Ooh, you? One hundred percent role model. And she had um, a quite um, a large shop in Woven called Regarde and she did fine furniture and paintings and we actually um jumping ahead a bit but um we actually had a, a shop together called the Bridge Gallery and we had took out an 18 month lease that we 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 did that type of thing in that shop but that's jumping ahead a bit but yeah so I, I trained initially to be a hairdresser and beauty therapist and I did that and um, I, I went to work at various salons and then um, I decided to go traveling so I spent a couple of years traveling and when I came back 
um, a friend of mine and myself, we decided to go, and um, um, this is how kind of naive we are at the time. We're 26, we've decided we're gonna go and, um, we're gonna go and live in Australia. Oh, so, interesting, okay. Yeah, we're gonna go and live in Australia. So what we need to do is make some money and get over there. So we, we decided we we're gonna open a salon, so we had no money. So we, we dressed up, because we didn't think that um, the bank manager would take too kindly to us turning up in, um, you know, ripped short skirts, short denim shorts, and a you know, <laughs> and a bikini top. So we dressed up in the most ridiculous what Suits. we thought would be suited out, you know, professional-looking outfits. We, we must look ridiculous. I think I borrowed my one of my some tweed skirt or something, which really you know, <laughs> and fake glasses. I mean, I do wear glasses now, but at the time I didn't, and so they were fake glasses because I, I had some sort of perceived notion that made me look intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, we went in there and asked for this loan, and yes, they gave us a loan. Wow, it's a, so it worked. Your outfit and I your glasses. Because you got the you got the loan. We were delighted with ourselves that we'd been so clever. Yeah. Disguise off. <laughs> and we got this loan, you know. So um, yeah, so we started with that. And it it was a much simpler time, you know. Um, there was no social media, it was just word of mouth. You mm. did a good job, you got clients. So mm -hmm. we built a really um profitable business. Oh, fantastic. Of that. Yeah. But um, and then I got pregnant. Well, actually, we both got pregnant with four children within two years. So we had two wow. children each. <laughs> Amazing. Years. Okay. Um, so you yeah. were you were running the salon as a co-founder as well as bringing up the family here. I think I was, but yeah, oh yeah. I think after my second daughter, second daughter, second child. I've only got one daughter. Don't yeah. Is it one daughter, one son? Yeah, so yeah. I've got a son first and a daughter who's 21, turned 21 dad in this lockdown. So, bless her. I know. <laughs> I'm sure you would have done a party for her. Yeah, did, but I'm sure it wasn't her ideal party. No. <laughs> yeah, so, um, what was I saying? You were saying that you'd, uh, you'd had your daughter, you're still running the salon. Still running the salon. I think I was back at work within two weeks of when, when it's your own business, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What, two weeks is really early. I know, but we it was very difficult. We had no staff, and you know, okay. I, I'm not. I'm sure I wasn't full time, but I know I was definitely back in the business within okay. a couple of weeks, and it was just the thing we had to do. And you just go onto autopilot. Then I think is that how you managed? Is, are those memories of working full-time or working on in your business and bringing up kids are they good memories difficult very difficult i had yeah. uh, postnatal depression quite severely um, wow when i had my first my first child um you know uh, when you, you, you you're going to have a baby you have all this preconceived notion of it's going to be idyllic and you've got your room painted you've got your little socks in whatever color you're having you know and and then the reality is very different for some people and I won't go into details, but it was very different. Um, when you came home with the baby. Then. Yeah. 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 So, so, um, I, and I, I had quite severe postnatal depression and I, I couldn't understand. I'd always been this person that could deal with everything that mm. I just felt so completely out of control. Mm. And, how did you, so it was that very quickly after giving birth or much yeah, later? Yeah. yeah. And were okay. you, 
how did you know what, what you had? Because a lot of women find it difficult to recognize me mm. being myself. I just thought all I knew that I, I was running a, a department of 100 staff or more wearing these high heels, these fitted dresses with my hair all perfect always yeah. to this woman who had become like an absolute opposite to that you know I had these baggy black clothes on I didn't think of, I don't think I put makeup on hardly brush my teeth wash my face I was so lost yeah I was so it's lost and it's absolutely overwhelming it sucks you in and it it's like a vacuum it takes away your personality I would say and it leaves you with just your basic um functionality so mm -hmm. you know you've got to look after your baby you know but it takes that kind of any aspect of joy or anything away it was a very very stressful time and i had my second daughter 18 months later so i never really recovered from that gosh and yeah How, did you go to the doctors what did they oh, say yeah, yeah. yeah but um also i think um, i had a they're called health visitors. I don't know. Health visitors. That's the, That's right. They, they sign you uh, off, don't they, after six weeks? And she was really trying her best to help me, but me being my, um, you know, kind of. I can do this by myself. Got, yeah, and I've got quite a forceful nature, and mm -hmm. it was like, well, what do you know? You don't. You know. You don't. You're not me. You don't know how I feel. You don't know what my life is. So don't. Until unless you can put yourself right in my shoes and you tell me your story is the same as mm -hmm. mine, I'm not listening to you because you're not credible. Mm -hmm. and, and that's a horrible way to be but that is truly how I felt totally. and, you, you know and I think at that time I needed a lot of help and I should have asked for help but I didn't it wasn't in me at that point to be able to ask for help and what kind of help were you looking for I think I would have liked to, and I don't mean help in terms of someone telling me how to cope with it I think the help I would have like to seek and if i if i and i will always say this to everyone you need to seek out um like-minded people so people that are in the same um kind of uh, journey as you so because you can support each other and even being a support to someone else helps you mm. uh, so i wish i'd have gone into a group of people who were in a or a similar or a, a, some sort of predicament as i was mm. because supported each other and I did go to the doctors and I took antidepressants and um did they make you, you know, feel better well I, I will always say they did some did I, I was on various different ones and I went I was on one and it turned me almost kind of zombie like mm. I, I didn't have I didn't feel sad I didn't feel happy I didn't feel anything really my god that's well, exact words that I use exactly yeah. Just, you've just said like, yeah you, it just takes away your feelings so you, yeah, you, you don't feel sad anymore you no, don't have anxiety that's right so if you're standing, standing at a funeral you feel like normally you would have maybe cried but this, you just stand there like selfishly but you don't know why you can't feel the sadness that and that in itself is, is kind of stressful as self knowing that you're yes. you know i didn't feel anything i just i didn't feel I, I was literally going through the motions of life and i i will be honest with you and say i probably did that for 10 years wow. <laughs> so i was woman for 10 years so i um how did you change point, as a person did it change you as a person from having your uh, kids before to who you had become afterwards as a result of pnd I think um, well the, first, the first, one of the times one of the particular um, drugs I was on I won't tell you what it is because I'm not sure if it was and if someone else is on it yeah now, sure no problem 
but um, you would know if you if you if you read these side effects on in the packet, they say you could have these things, and you think it's not going to happen because they were the very thing that you I'm taking the tablets to cure. Ooh. So um, I start. My, my, I can remember my mum saying, "Yeah, how are you, Rachel? Are you okay?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine." I said, "But the, the only thing that's really getting on my nerves lately is the nuns keep talking to me." And wow, she goes, hallucinations. What? Well, it was voices you hear voices, voices yeah in head. it does and, tell yeah and she said uh what do you mean what nuns and i'm not really i don't have a really i'm not a catholic no. i don't have a religious background i don't have never I mean, spoken to a nun before have you <laughs> well, but then yeah. you spoke to a lot of them <laughs> a whole bunch of them <laughs> yeah so um yeah so i thought god what am i thinking about nuns and but literally it was as if mm. you were talking to me now i can't explain it now in a in a normal scenario but I could hear these nuns talking and they weren't, um, there was nothing negative about them. They were just like, we well, need to get it, you know, what are you going to do about that? You're going to clean those, um, you're going to clean those saucepans, you're going to leave those saucepans. You know, it's just like mundane, everyday mm. thing, but it was these nuns talking. So she's, with that, she was horrified. She's, you're hearing voices? Oh God. So she took me to the doctor and we, they changed the medication. And, um, yeah, so I, I was on a very mild um, antidepressant, and I think that's why I was on it for so long because it was so much. They, they put it, it was it was ten milligrams. It was the least I think you could take, and I was on that for ages. And I would say, um, yeah, I just kept going through life, really, not feeling this, that, or the other. Did you did, did it have an effect on your relationship? Yes, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Because there's no room for that while you're having postnatal depression symptoms, is no, there? No, no, no. And I, you know, my husband had an affair and left oh, me. Really? Oh gosh. Is this yeah. while you were suffering from postnatal? Well, it was. It, it, they were eight and ten now, so okay. You know, I don't know if you can call it postnatal anymore, if it or if it was just the way I was then. I turned mm -hmm. into this person that I don't, you know. So. Um, yeah, I don't blame him, you know, we've all got our life to lead. And But it was at that point, after I'd picked myself up, I can remember throwing myself around the garage floor, crying, and saying, oh God, what am I going to do? I've got two children to bring up, I can't cope with all this, what am I going to do? I kind of just stopped and said, you better get it together, girl. You know, this is it now, you, mm. you're going to get it scared. So I stopped taking those tablets, and I haven't taken them since. And wow it, it almost took right you seriously it's like a wake-up call kind of give myself a kick up the butt yeah. and say it's real now get on with it you know you and so i did and i stopped taking them and it, you know that in that moment you made a decision that yeah, literally changed your to, life completely I again after my children i had to yeah. get I had to get back into reality and um you know take the good with the bad and sort be mm. See it as it was for real. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Real things, and yeah. So at that point, I, it stopped. And um, I mean, they're twenty-one. They both. My son's going to uni now next year, this year, hopefully. Um, he's been travelling, so he's he's twenty-two. My daughter's twenty-one. She's at a fine art university in London. So they both, you know, they've done really well, and I'm very, very proud of them. Sometimes you do worry that the effects of postnatal can uh have an effect on your children did you have that worry or did you protect them from I protected them and just I, kept I, it to I, yourself i did i kept i i put it i i just um i protected everyone as such i didn't tell anyone I just, i'm a very private mm. person anyone who knows me would say i'm quite extrovert 
but in reality i would say i'm an introvert introvert yeah, yeah. I'm when I was young I was painfully shy and I think however outgoing and however extrovert I may come across I've always got that inside me you know that's why I'm coping quite well on my own now because yeah absolutely yeah it's fine not just coping you're thriving you know you're building products you are you know you're looking forward to what's coming next and when when you look back at the journey of your postnatal depression um what would you have done differently to to make the life, your life a little bit easier, even if you did suffer from postnatal? It's very hard to say what would you do differently because at that time, as you know, your mind mm. is in a very different place, place than yeah. where it is now. So I would say now, if I went back as myself, I would ask, I would ask for help. Mm. I would take any help with arms open. I would ask people for their expertise. I would say to people, I'm not coping. Can you you help me? Can you help me? I need, you know, I need you to do this while I can do this. Mm. I didn't do any of that. I didn't tell my friends particularly. If any of my friends heard this, they would be, they'd be really surprised that I really. Is that because you had this particular persona and you wanted to keep up to that? And is it because you wanted to prove to yourself that you can do everything and there is no way anything else will defeat you? Is is that one of those? I don't think it's unbeatable almost. Yeah, I know what you mean, but I don't actually think it's that. I think it's, I need to keep control of this. So I need to keep this to myself. Ah, so if it's, if you don't say to and tell anybody it's in your control. Yeah, it's in my control. If and you spill it out, hand, yeah. other people will start yeah. taking part in it. Got you. Okay. Yeah, other people, are, and then and then somebody's going to come up to me and say, "How are you?" Interesting. Today? And I'll feel, no, no, no. I haven't asked you for your help. You're telling yeah. me, you know. And it's that kind of thing. It was it was protecting myself, but in doing so, I think that's it did is you, a double edged sword. Did you feel it? like a failure at any stage? Then do you think as a parent um, you? felt as a failure or even as a woman you thought you know why is this happening to me I should be able to deal with this really well I deal with everything look at me you know I've got business I have something small it will pass it's very strange I didn't feel I felt as I was doing absolutely the best I could at the time I don't doubt that I did the best I could I mean there were external situations that I don't really want to talk about as well that you can't control yeah yeah that were horrendous i will say and and i've been through some terrible traumatic experiences Mm. and i felt through all that time i did um the best i possibly could Mm -hmm. however i don't i think i i i changed into a person i didn't particularly like I, I lost my fun. I lost the side of me that is able to see humour in things. I lost my um, personality in, during that time, I feel now, looking back. Mm-hmm. I you totally know. understand, yeah. And do you think you've got some of that back now? I do feel like, you know, my kids think I'm absolutely around the bend. Um, <laughs> but I feel it's, it's I'm not. <laughs> it's just that... I take things as I see them, you know, I, I'm not going to let things that I can't change stress me out as much and um, things that 
may put other people into a crisis they don't me because i think because i've been through so much to me and I, i'm a real problem solver if i see a problem i want to solve it mm. and that's the problem if i couldn't solve i couldn't solve problems i just couldn't i thought it was out of my control mm. so now i'm in a much more i'm happy I'm, i feel happy i feel content with myself and i've done the best i can possibly do and i know i can hands up say that so that's a great place to be in itself isn't it yeah yeah i just wish i hadn't lost the part of me i did lose through for all that time 100 percent. but you gained so much more though as a result of that too as an experience i hope so you know life's life's uh, throws you curveballs all the time doesn't it yeah you've just got to find ways of coping and it it, is hard for everyone no one's going to get through life without the odd um like you say yeah absolutely it's knowing that you can other people are there for you and they can help you and will understand that so yeah and where do you see yourself in the next 10 years on a beach oh on my boot buddy on your boot buddy oh what a scene <laughs> <laughs> on my boot buddy with a sex on the beach in one hand and oh is yeah. that a drink we're talking about or a <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I don't want to limit myself. <laughs> options, options. <laughs> Keep your options open at all times. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm just hoping that the business is a success. You know, I like to keep things moving and yeah. Where do I just, you it's your... important for me that um, health and happiness is the most important thing for me now. And yeah. Do you feel like you're in a position to like, you said you want, your goal was to be on a beach somewhere. Is that like you want to stay, live on a beach somewhere? Or no, from, no, just go on the odd holiday. Oh, the holidays. Okay. I wouldn't be able to lie there for too long. I'm, honestly, I'm not that. <laughs> you, you'll be thinking about another product, won't you? You'll be thinking about another product. Checking yeah. out all these women. What do they need? Your eyes yeah. are roaming up and down. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to stay still. I'd have to go and talk to them all and, you know, chat. Get them to try your boot buddy out. Yeah. Exactly. Fantastic. Stop digging holes. Put this down. I know. Gosh, I'm going to look out for these holes and absolutely recommend the product. You look at people who've had um, breast augmentations. You you won't find many Mm. of them lying on the front because it it can um, rupture. Oh wow! Okay. Uncomfortable. You know, if you have got big boobs, it does hurt. I do know. I don't know. It does hurt actually, especially with periods. Oh yeah, I think any time when it's big, they Yeah, and it it just puts you in an awful position because your head is now kind of your neck is at a strange angle because your boobs are up. Also, having a massage. um, Yes, that's right. You know that hole in the pillow they have that makes it even worse because your head's got to go further down now. That's right. We're not giraffes. (laughs) Women. We get holes for our necks. We need holes holes for our round areas absolutely yes 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 so so many options for this product to be uh used in various places then yeah yeah definitely you know post-surgery um Mm. you know if people have mastectomies Mm -hmm. um or breast reduction as well or any kind of operation there i mean i mean this sounds really strange but (laughs) with everyone having to lie on their front lately with this terrible virus you know it's things like some people can't lie on the front mm. literally it's it it hurts them it so. does absolutely yeah um, you know it does highlight that there is a need for this so. right now if somebody wanted to purchase one where could they go they need to go on to boobbuddy.co.uk so boob slash buddy 
Okay, so that's your website. They can buy it on there. There's also Facebook and Instagram, so they can follow us on there. Okay, Uh, excellent. Fantastic. And I did see you had gone and seen somebody, somebody famous about your boo buddy. Oh, tell us us that story. (laughs) Oh well, that was just before. um, The only way is Essex, is it? Was it? Yes. Yes. Gemma in her shop um and I I didn't she wasn't there but I spoke to her lovely ladies in the shop and they really liked it and they gave it to her and she said she really liked it and um I was going to phone back to um get it endorse it yeah and everything got shut down so nobody's doing anything at the moment oh so that was was that a good trip for you yeah it was great actually I love talking to people I think that's the hairdresser part for me I'm used to talking Mm. to people and I'm used to talking to women particularly so Mm. um do you have many friends many many friends you socialize I've got lots of acquaintances I would say um that I've got I could count my really really true trustworthy friends on one hand I'm not saying the rest of them aren't trustworthy but like I've said you always have some close person and Mm. I don't I don't give myself that easily, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hold yeah. a lot back. But what um, is yeah, the... I do have a lot of acquaintances, and I, I, I've got. I'm so thankful for the amount of wonderful people I have in my life. You know, so many supportive women, and I don't mean it to sound, <laughs> you know, quite a sexist thing, but I am a, a more of a women's uh, girls' girl, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I got you. Female friends, so um, yeah. How was um? bringing up kids as a single parent and also doing full, full-time work. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I quickly went, um, I had a salon at the time, as you know, and then um, we decided, my business partner and myself, we decided, look, you know, it was a priority. We, we could, she then moved to Windsor. She was driving to Milton Keynes every day. It was crazy. Our wow. lives were very, very stressful and like I say, I had external things going on. So we just decided, okay, we need to um, call it a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we never did get to move to Australia and live our lives. Oh, there. yeah, that was a, <laughs> oh, that was a goal, wasn't it? That, that goal can still come true now, though. You still want, you want to go somewhere hot. <laughs> I don't want to go to Australia. The spiders are too big. <laughs> I'll have to come up with some other invention that actually, you know, doesn't... Spider repellent. Yeah. yeah you know the thing that there is but as you try to move it to the outdoor the the grab thing for the spider it drops the spider always drops out doesn't it and then you're left with oh god i don't want the vision of that it's scary as anything yeah so you your partner you split up split the business business. sold the business yeah and that's when i went into teaching i went to work at college and i became a lecturer and i um, did my teaching qualifications there that's how i essentially kind of transferred into the education sector and then from there with the young kids you still you sold the business and went and did teaching qualification and taught all the whilst bringing up your kids yes well um i also started like i say another business for 18 months with my mother which was the um we called it bridge gallery it was great but they, uh, also at that time, there wasn't the social media and the online um, retail platforms that there are. I mean, there were. We're not talking back in the dark ages. But yeah. it to the extent it is now. So um, the, the area we chose wasn't particular. The footfall wasn't there. So we, we signed it up for an 18-month deal. We knew that's what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. And we would just take it. So we did that. But then I went 
obviously my career in teaching progressed and I moved into apprenticeships mm -hmm. and then I started management of apprenticeships so I kind of came out of hair and beauty and went into um, well, all sorts I was even managing motor vehicle that was what? a joy really? <laughs> completely different accounting yeah I mean it's it's managing the process of yeah. you know, the progression of the students and so you've done so many different things yeah, but yeah. entrepreneurship has been quite quite evident throughout your your life yeah, so far I did tattoo removal as well for a while did you sorry i did, I did tattoo removal i did um uh, you didn't labels. really <laughs> yeah, but I, didn't, I didn't like it <laughs> i didn't think i mean I, I couldn't relate that at all but no, you, no. you just I think, you know, get up and go, get trained yeah, and get working. Yeah, 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 absolutely. A woman of many talents. Wow. Okay, so you see yourself in beach at 10 years. Where do you see the boob buddy? How far do you want it to go? Oh, I'd love to see that in... Um, is know, Amazon in, somewhere you're kind of your... Would you like it on there? It is on Amazon. It's on, it's Amazon. on Amazon. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on there. Um, it's it's difficult at the moment because it is a very new and unique product nobody is searching for it mm. so as yet yeah they will be the more there's more yeah, the more uh, they're out there and i think um what's what's halted me at the moment is the the lack of holidays because mm. once everyone's once you see someone on one and you test it you will exactly yeah you know you gain on it you know yes. it's comfortable 100 yeah. everybody wants it you will um want that so i've got covers as well which are sandproof um shakeable covers that are on their way at the moment with the logo in the corner and um, that offers opportunities for branding or printing so say someone is going on a hen weekend and they 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 can have the bride's picture with all the hens on there absolutely on there so it, it that offers a lot of opportunities. Or hotel chain that might want to have some for themselves yeah, with their absolutely. own logo on it so they can wow so there's a lot of scope and lots of so excited for you really am really excited for your uh, journey that's coming ahead and how this product is going to do i mean it's such a, a unique concept when i first heard about it from you i was like oh my god why has no one ever thought of that exactly like exactly what you said so what an amazing I thing i think there must be a few things i mean that people just come up with and and it's such a simple concept but mm. actually it really works i wonder what what else can we come up with? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure everybody's like. I bet your brain's still going. I bet you're oh, thinking, always thinking of things in the like. lockdown. How, so how have you coped in the lock? Tell us about the lockdown coping mechanism. Well, what have uh, you been doing? Like I say, I, I'm quite. I'm. I'm quite at home on my own. I work from home on my own anyway for the last um, year or so. I mean, I know I go to the hub and I take part in events there, so I'm not 100% on my own. But um, I'm, I've got both my children here. I absolutely love spending time with them. We've been, we've been playing Scrabble and you know, that game where you, you put a post-it note on your head. Oh yeah. And, um, Trivia. You have to guess who it is. Who you oh, are. Yeah. 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 I'm absolutely rubbish at it. <laughs> I just, I I, you know, if it's not a, an actor or a singer, I don't know who I am. And yeah. 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 Rubbish. So we've been playing that. That's but you're broadening your knowledge then. We are, your kids are obviously telling you what, what, who these characters are. Yeah, well, yeah. I know who they are. It's just I can't guess them. It's, <laughs> I, you know, it's... <laughs> Amazing. I've had to take secret notes. And I'm, I'm very um, kind of 
analytical. So instead of just enjoying the game, I'm like, right, so I'm not a um, politician, so therefore I'm not be a, you know, I take it all too seriously. So this is we're having great best you all over, isn't it, though? Yeah, I can <laughs> see that. And I, um, I like I say, I've got my my dog and my little rescue tortoise. Oh yes, yeah. So I'm busy. I'm busy painting my deck and painting my fence and building a run for him to go outside because oh, I only wow. rescued him last year. Now I haven't got anywhere for him to go out. He didn't hibernate because he was too young. Okay. So yeah, that's wow. what I'm doing. Really. You're gonna have to read up on the. You're going to have to read up on this little uh, little guy, what to do oh, with him. I will, I will be filling you in. I'm going to start his own Facebook page. I think you should. I think everybody needs to know. <laughs> yeah, his name Spartacus. is Spartacus. Spartacus and how he's getting on. The warrior tortoise. Yes. And I would love to have a little story that you told me about how you got him. Love to know that story on Facebook page. I think that's a really good idea. You should do it. I will, actually. Yeah, why not? Got plenty of time, haven't I? And people love yeah. to read things like that, don't they? And people love to read about animals. I, I think they do. I'm a bit crazy about animals. Uh, you might, on my, you, when you say, where would you like to be in a few, in 10 years? Do you know what my ideal would be? It, running an animal sanctuary or, you know, helping out on an animal sanctuary or something where I could rescue donkeys and lots of animals and have them surrounding me and also having uh, lots of help other people. So have volunteers coming in who, who could help would help them in their recovery wow. or whatever i just yeah i like all that kind of stuff what's your favorite animal Coffee, really <laughs> don't tell anyone don't tell anyone i like to give this hard <laughs> oh no you gave it just away what's your favorite animal <laughs> oh i love all animals you know okay. i really do um i don't have a favorite i i i'm terrified of spiders i don't call them an animal but uh you don't know anything i don't oh i just they're repulsive but everything Rachel, else Rachel has started looking around as she's speaking about spiders she literally looked down left and right do you know why do you know why because last year I moved into this house and we had all the boxes here and um I I sat here at my desk and I was watching something and I felt something crawl over my hand <gasps> and um oh, I right. and it was bright green what <gasps> is that well, yeah, it had a, a round body like this. So it was bright green and it could, uh, so obviously in my head, it's a green tarantula. So I, I Googled green spiders and it turns out there is this bright green spider that has been known to be in Britain. It doesn't come from here, but it has been known to be in Britain. So I was convinced, oh my God, I've got this, this green spider. And I, I, I locked, the, I, I barricaded the door, went to bed. And I said to my son, oh my God, there's a green, whatever it was, can't remember the name of it now. There's this thing in there, you need to go and get it, you need to kill it. And he said, this is ridiculous, you know. Of course it isn't. So he came in the next day and he nearly jumped. Because <laughs> <laughs> he saw it and he went, oh my God, mum, yeah, you're right, it is. And um, oh my goodness, post inspection, it was a grasshopper. But, you know, so it's okay as well. But was it a grasshopper or a spider? <laughs> it was, was a grasshopper. grasshopper. <laughs> it was a grasshopper, but I convinced myself it was this deadly horrendous spider in my stick because i'm so terrified of them it obviously yeah. had to be that i was going to yeah. ask you what's your biggest fear but i think you may have answered that question yeah i don't i'm not keen on heights either ah okay <laughs> i'm frightened of quite a few bits actually i'm not very good with pain either what do you, what do you think your biggest fear is you've got to pick one um, i always ask my guests what's your biggest fear uh, my biggest fear 
are is um <laughs> i used to have this nightmare when i was younger you know when the kids were young that we were on a cruise and i would never go on a cruise because i i've always had this nightmare that one of them falls off the back <gasps> Oh, and I can't get to them. So I would say my biggest fear is losing one of my kids off the back of a cruise. I, t I, I relate to what you just said, actually. I, I, my biggest fear is losing one of my kids in a yeah. crowd. In a crowd. In a crowd. And I, I wake up Have sometimes. Have you ever done that? I've lost um, my nephew in Portugal last year in the busiest street. We were after dinner we were just having a walk beautiful leisurely walk sat 15 of us the whole family came brother sister everyone and my my reaction to everybody else was so outrageous it was out there my whole family looked at me more than they were worried about my nephew who was 10 yeah. um, and he literally we were all in one shop looking at his souvenirs and so was he we thought and he kind mm -hmm. of walked walked ahead and we we're still in the shop some of us are buying things some are just you know but the shop is really really busy in very narrow streets and we come out and I'm, I'm, I'm always looking out for kids anyway because of my fear. And I said, where is Aiden? And uh, everyone said, well, what do you mean? He must be ahead. And I said, I can't see him anymore. I can't see him anymore. Oh my God. And I start sending all my family, go left, go right, go in every shop, you know. And he, we okay. had lost him and he'd gone so far ahead and he was crying his eyes out and he was with oh. someone. He was telling them, uh, doesn't know the telephone number, didn't know anything, knew the names, but that wouldn't have been helpful in Portugal. Yeah. Uh, but he was um, he was with this person, and oh my God, you cannot! My heart and my my whole body was like this. My biggest fear just came right through in front of my face. But yeah, that I totally what saying um, it is that is that feel. I think we've all for a few seconds lost because they run off, don't they, yeah, children? They run right. off. My my daughter, we, I used to have her on a lead. She was terrible. We used to actually call her Short Straw. Because we'd say to each other, you know, this is um, when she was younger, I'd say to my husband, right, you can have, sh who's having the short straw today? Because she was, she just used to just run, run off. off. Yeah. So we had her on a lead and that, but the, I think every pair of, that must be their worst it's nightmare. Our, it's our worst nightmare, isn't it, really? Yes. So, so scary. Oh, gosh. Well, thank you so much. Now, once again, tell us where can we find the Boo Buddy and how can we follow you? You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. You can find the Boo Buddy online at www.boob/buddy.co.uk, and you can purchase from the website. If you want to um, get in touch for whatever reason, a chat, even that's fine. I like to talk. Um, As you know, it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> any questions? Anything you want to talk about? Yeah, then just get in touch. That's great. If you've got any suggestions or you want to, uh, you know, think of anything that you, might be useful, please do. Absolutely. As it is a product that is invented, fairly new, so any comments yeah. around it would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. And um, absolutely, yeah. do look at do look it up. I need the boosting to get Absolutely, it up. Absolutely, yeah. And if a celebrity is listening to this, would we like them to use it and yeah, send you a photo? We'll send them one out. Okay, perfect. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for your honesty, especially when we were talking about the postnatal. I know that I kind of asked you questions which were deeper, but you really answered them so well and really showed us that, you know, in life you don't you're not stuck in one chapter, are you? You always no, move on know. to the next chapter. And you learn your lessons. And I, if I can help anyone through talking about my experience, then uh, that's brilliant. 
that's because when you're in that place you can't you can't see no. a way out and, you and, and don't you wish that you had someone who said actually i've just yeah. gone through this and i can help you i don't think many people do at no the time. you know they just don't you don't hear you know people give you advice but like i say my biggest if i would go back now it would be to join a peer group mm. that definitely really helps doesn't it yeah 100 percent any mm. advice to any entrepreneurial women who may be in your position thinking yeah. i have this idea i've done nothing with what would you say to them i would say just go for it life's an adventure you've got to be brave as the, the saying goes fortune favors the brave that is my favorite saying i think if it's it, just go with it but follow the steps don't be gung-ho and straight into anything without um understanding um the process mm. so go through the steps um and you will quickly find out whether or not the what the stumbling blocks are and how you can overcome them or whether you shouldn't overcome them. You know, there are things that perhaps you shouldn't do, but yeah, Amazing. just go for it. Be brave. Take a chance. Take a chance, guys. It's like a song, isn't it? Take a chance on me. <laughs> take a chance on me. I take a chance on me, yeah. Um, I've never had an inventor before on my podcast, so you're my first inventor, and I'm so glad that you've given that as advice out. I because like crazy people, I'm sure they think just like you are and but they're doing nothing with it they just sat I, on it because they have belief they have doubts they have self-belief issues yeah they this think, is important um, for them to I've, hear I've had loads of people since I've done this say oh I had an invention I've invented it and oh. I said this for nothing really I didn't well you haven't invented it then have you you've had an idea that's a difference you've had an idea what you need to do is take that forward then you can say you've invented something and it's such a shame when people have got some brilliant ideas and they just they don't follow it forward because an idea will stay in their head until it comes out and you go through the pain points of getting it to the product exactly i i mean i was in a position to be fair i wasn't in a position where i just lost a, a well-paying job mm. so uh, it was kind of what am i going to do now and i did have a few months where i could kind of um you know reflect and readjust to my new future so i think that gave me the freedom and the space mm. to develop my idea and not everyone's going to have that and it's very difficult to walk out of a well-paid job to do something like this but you, you can do it alongside until you get to the point where you think you've got to make a decision so if side hustle idea, absolutely if it's been done before that's the first thing do a do a search just do a google search has this been made before amazing okay. thank you so much thank you for those last few nuggets of, nuggets of advice and any women watching this hope you've taken some inspiration from rachel you are thinking of thinking making a product do it life is short what's going to happen if this doesn't if anybody else has made it you're going to find out about it if they haven't then you've got a chance it's one of the two things so why yeah. wait go ahead and you know go for it amazing oh, thank oh, you oh, thank you so much for being with me a women's invention group that be i think there is one now you've said this if not <laughs> yeah. you've just invented oh, something else rachel there we go that'll be my next <laughs> that's our next project absolutely thank you rachel okay. take care we're just gonna pause the recording hang in there Enjoyed this podcast? Don't forget to follow me on other social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn under the name of Farah Karamburi. Thank you.